Like, I'm having a hard time getting my finger in my ear. Really? That's how jacked I am. Because of your arms and your shoulders? My sh- biceps won't allow it. Wow. It's all in my fucking head. Yeah. It's not real, but I believe I'm getting a big surprise every fucking time. I need to hear Tom say, that was a good fucking movie. Because I know you. And then I go, where's Tom? They're like, he's at the after party already. I go, motherfucker. <laughs> motherfucker. 100%. Dude. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow, how have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless. When Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month, when you purchase a three-month plan, more like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office, and we have been saving so much money since switching over, and setting up on Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com bears. That's mintmobile.com slash bears. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bears. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three months plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. We are back and I got to say congratulations to my boy, your movie premiered at the box office, doing well, and give it up, everybody, for the star of the machine, Bert Kirshner. Hear it. Give it up. Thank you. Thank you. Still in movie theaters. Still in movie theaters. Still in movie theaters. Guys, support the movie. It's growing. It's doing great in the box office, but just go out and see the movie. Go out. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Spread the word. That's the coolest thing about the business that we've been in is that this podcast only got big because people started sharing it with their friends. And so do that for the movie. And then, uh, and I, and I'm telling you good things are to come for me and Tommy. Yeah. We had a good, lot of really good conversations that night. We did. It was, it's been a whirlwind. I'm sure of a week for you. It's I'm gonna, overwhelmed. I mean, I've never seen you, you usually go hard, but I don't think I've ever seen you press this hard. Um, it has been, I mean, really, you've been like, I really. Think we were talking about this. I, you know, it's, I, I'm sh- I don't know if it's exhausting. You know, it's, it's so funny that um, the whole process of, of promoting a movie is, is. You have a new appreciation for it. Oh, my God. Dude, yeah. Tom Cruise, he deserves every fucking bit of $25 million or whatever the fuck he gets. Oh, he gets a lot more than that. But um, the other <laughs> thing is, you have a, don't you have a new appreciation for, like, just. It's almost like how much it takes to make him like everybody, you know, it's, it's such a collaborative thing. I'll never, I'm never going to shit on someone's movie. I will only do it for select people, but <laughs> I, um, it does make you go, I've been involved in a few and you go like, it's such a huge collaboration and you just don't know what's going to happen. I mean, everyone's trying their best to make the best thing, the best result, but it does when it's done, you go, man, we all worked so hard to make this. You know, it's so funny. One, one of the things was told to me, there's a young lady, I forget her name, but she's now, she's now a director. She was, our, I think our AD on the movie. Uh-huh. And she said, you know, I, f- I forget how the conversation happened, but she said, you know, you need to really promote this movie. Cause you know that like you do your stand up. It was when we were in Serbia. And I was like, yeah, 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 I know. I, I want it to do well. And she was like, yeah, but if it does well, it does well for Serbia. Like, like then people will trust that we can make movies. Sure. Because, you know, that is a weird thing. It's like we made this movie in Serbia and you saw the movie. Yeah. It 
I mean, the, the opening shot when we go into the casino, you know, I'm yeah. not a spoiler alert, but when you see the, with that opening shot, it's fucking gorgeous. Yeah. And the reason we could afford that shot is because we shot it in Serbia. Did you do the stuff that was supposed to be in L.A.? In L.A.? Oh, uh, no. Serbia. So even even like the, the party at the house. Dude, there's so much I want to fucking deep dive on this movie. That house, they redesigned the entire kitchen. That That's like someone's like living room. Yeah. And they just turned it into a kitchen. Nothing worked in there. Set designers are actually the most impressive on a Amazing. On production. The, 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 like. the, the man cave. Yeah, they built it. They entirely built it. Yeah, they they paved the driveway. And what's crazy too is that they do that, and you, it's like one scene, and they're like moving on, and then they're just done with that shit. Well, you know the, the, uh, I mean, not, I mean, I don't want to get into the weeds on this movie, but I'm very proud of it, and 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 I think, I think I I can attest that it's a lot better than anyone imagined it to be. A lot better than anyone imagined. It's the 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 reviews. The reviews have been very, 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 very kind, and like. I haven't read any. I don't read any of the critics' reviews. I mean, it doesn't matter to me. It really doesn't matter to me. The what fans. matters to me is what the fans think. Sure, because it's like well, stand up. It's, it's like, like stand up. Like if you go like, "Hey, there was a a stand up critic at your show tonight." You're like, "Okay," but yeah. you care about the there's, people. There's, that- uh, there was 250 critics in the room. Yeah, yeah they all. That's that's the critic you exactly. play to. No, I'm not dismissing critics. I, I think they're no, they're important, and it's and it's an essential. It's interesting. It's interesting to hear someone who is into movies insights. But you can't play to a critic is the point. If I make a movie for a critic, I'm I'm probably going to lose my fans because I I know I don't understand the ones they like. Yeah. Like the movies they like, I go, I don't get it. Yeah. And so, um, but the reviews have been really, and the one thing people keep saying is like, this is way bigger. This is like a real movie. I thought this was going to be some rinky dink, low budget movie. Well, yeah, but you had a fucking real budget. And uh, we had a real budget and, uh. And you know, and we're doing great. And and I and I like I just want people to go out and see it in the theaters. And and that is so important for me because I think it's a th- movie that needs to be seen, seen in the theaters. Like when I saw Top Gun Maverick, yeah, I was like, dude, fucking, can you imagine the idiot that's like, oh, wait till it comes out on my phone? Yeah. <laughs> Well, and you're, you're like, that's you're, not. You're sitting across from him. So <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it. I never saw it. Oh, it's so good. But I, I just didn't see it. I oh, mean, it was so good. It's in the movie theaters. You're going. No, I, I do think that that those big like big movies are made for the theater. And and like, yeah, I mean, he really has actually played a huge role. Tom Cruise. Yeah. In keeping theaters a thing because he, I, he refused to have that one go to streamers but the other one that some people don't know is that he'd been shooting this the latest two mission impossibles and riff and and he does them at paramount and they were like hand them over and he just kept going they're not done yeah since he controls them yeah and they're like it's been fucking like two and a half years and he's like not done not done and And then negotiate my contract when they finally were like all right it's a full you know theater window release he's like guess what it's done yeah, and then he them over, dude. I I'm, I'm telling you, when you like, it's so funny because you watch a box office and then you go, it must be so frustrating to be like uh, uh, Giovanni Ribisi or like so, just yeah. someone who's not a Marvel star, <laughs> yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah, like just a good actor, yeah, and to know that you're always competing, yeah, against fucking Thor and Guardians of the Galaxies and Avengers and Superman and Batman and Fast and the Furious and Little Mermaid and like huge, you're huge. always battling against those yeah mega hundred mil hundred I think Little Mermaid made a hundred and nineteen million and you know 
that your fans are like, I got fans that I know went, Hey man, I, I love you, but my little girl wants to go see sure. you. And you're like, no, I get it. But to be like just a good actor, just like a solid actor who could kill it. And and knowing that you've got to wait for your thing, your franchise thing, because that's the only way you can make mo- my, movies. My, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I really think it's it's this whole fucking thing has been so fascinating. My biggest thing, my biggest takeaway, and, and look, everyone knows I love talking about me. I love talking <laughs> about me. I love it. I'm so good at it. I enjoy it. It's never bothered me. I don't notice. Like, I have a thing where when people shit on me, they're like, enough, Bert. I go, yeah. Unless you like me, then it's not enough. Like, right? And so, but then I understand. I understand fucking Johnny Depp and Joaquin Phoenix and those guys. I understand them going like, uh, I don't want to, can can you just let the work speak for itself or Adam oh, Driver? Sure, sure. Like, you get it because it is, it, there is a moment where you go, oh, I, uh, yeah, I, I need to shut the fuck up for a little while. Like, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm talking way too much. You felt like this? <laughs> Dude. After you tell the fucking and and it's because I'm podcasting, you know, I try not to I try not to repeat stories. And I know I've done it on Rogan, but even like in promoting the movie, you're you're telling the same yeah, five times, stories a yeah. hundred times and you're just like you're like, Oh God. Yeah. Well but, and, and let's let's just get to the real meat of this. Me surprising you at the premiere. Dude So that the for people that don't know. For people that don't know. I got to also say something that I thought about a lot. What? There really is a difference. And this goes for like all people in, in different relationships is that there are things that are important to some, like one person in a relationship that's yeah. not important to the other person. And sometimes you have to like, like what I mean is I am not a have a birthday party guy. I'm not like. Uh, I'm not like your wife and I were just talking about this outside. I'm not really. I we were just saying we were watching you do red flags. Yeah, and she first said, date, first date. Yeah, and so yeah. yeah, we're watching you do it. It's a new podcast, and you said it. something, and it was something people probably don't know about you. And then I, and I just whispered he, that he's dead inside, <laughs> and and Christina goes, "Oh, you're telling me." And then I and then we started. She said, you know, we're identical, right? And I said, yeah. She goes, he can just, and we started talking about you. And I said, you know, and then we started talking about the premiere. Yeah. And I said, I was so, I was so silently hurt. Cause I was like, was one, tell the story from the beginning. Is your beer fridge feeling a little empty? DoorDash is your door to beer without the run. Whatever drink you're in the mood for, they've got you. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code BEARS24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. I mean, there's like sometimes you just don't want to leave. That's me. Once we're at a spot and we're hanging out, I just don't want to leave. And now you don't have to. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf beer wine mixers mocktails and more can be delivered straight to your door save up to 25 percent, up to 15 dollars value when you spend 35 dollars or more with code bears 24 so whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night doordash is here to help you have a great evening any evening terms apply must be 21 or older to order alcohol drink responsibly delivery and promotions available only in select markets so what i was trying to say is that 
there you come to realize that sometimes you go, well, since if this is not important to me, I don't mean your event. I mean, going to things like I've been invited to dozens, dozens of mm-hmm. premieres, after parties, events. And I have attended, I think, counting yours now, either two or three, because I have only attended for the person, not for like some people go, oh, there's a thing. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not that person. I'm not going to anything like that. Why? I detest events and th- like I just don't have a good time. I'm also I was telling somebody about as I get to the story, I go the difference. I go if if I had been my premiere, Bert would have been like, when's your premiere? And I said two weeks ago. And you would go, what? I go, I don't. I just didn't bring it up. Yeah, because. And I'm I'm trying to say it not like I'm not saying it's I'm saying personality wise I would just go I would think that you wouldn't want to go so I didn't even bring it up because I, I that's so, just how I think it's so just I started texting you I started texting you probably a couple weeks ago a couple a few weeks ago when you were in Europe yeah and I texted you and Joe first I said I have a private leaving Austin on Wednesday going into what you call once you guys hop on Joe texted right away I gotta protect my parks with Ari and yeah and Shane and, and Mark. I can't do it. I got shows that night. I appreciate it. Good luck. And then you didn't reply. And then I went, okay. Send a text to you and Christina. Hey, I got a private leaving Wednesday night. No reply. Send a text to you. Hey, man, what is, what's going on with the premiere? Because in my head, there was a number of things. A number of things. Yeah. Number one is, you know, secret time. We have business over there. Like, we have, we have yeah, business yeah, okay, over okay. there. Like, and so I was like, I was like, I want to introduce you to everyone. I want to make sure you know everyone. I want yeah. everyone to, you know. Yeah, FaceTime with people. And number two, it's like, like, I remember saying to someone, I remember saying on a a radio show, they're like, so is Tom coming? You're like, I I go, I don't know. And they go, wait, what? And I said, what do you mean? And then I go, I don't know. I haven't heard from him. But okay, but to give it full, like full story. Okay, full story. Full story. I was in Europe and I'm not, this is not a good thing. No. But I was there for 40 days. That is, you know, you tore like and a fucking... Like a lunatic. And you I, tore and like tour, you're in World War II. I know, it's, look, the like, tour is over. Know. But one of the things was, I don't even... I think I probably saw one of your early texts and was like, I, I got to try to make arrangements for this. Yeah. And then when like I got home, I have a wife that's not thrilled that I've been gone for 40 yeah. days. My kids are young kids. They're yeah. not teenagers. They're young kids. And they're like, they're like, oh... You, you're the dad, right? Like, yeah. Like it's, it's not good. I'm saying, you know. Yeah. So when, when the idea of like, hey, do you want to come to this premiere in another state? It's not like you're down the street. Yeah. I was like, I don't, you know, bringing it up. I was even like, you know, hey, I'm gonna. It's like, no, you just got home. So yeah. at first, it really was just like, and I honestly, I've been, I gotta curious, tell you I've been curious what the breakdown of this was. Okay, I honestly I'm thought curious to, to when, know when, when I told you, you folded, that. When I told you that, yeah. When I told you that, I really thought. Because I I think people with parents with kids think this way. I thought you were just like, oh yeah, I totally get it, no problem. Okay, and I, hang, and on, I hang on. So let so then let me back twice it up. about. Let me back it up. Okay. When you said it to me the first time, I said, I I I really meant it. Totally get it. No worries. Yeah. Totally get it. No worries. And then uh, and then I did press two things of press, and it came up, and I and I was like, he's not coming. And both of them were like, what? What the fuck? What what's happening? And I was like, I was like, I don't know. He's you know, he just got off tour from Europe. He just got home, and they're like, he can't fly out for the day. And, I was, and like, people would make it. People would almost convince me that I should get hurt about it. Well, I understand and so then, that. And so, and so it built. Well, and then and then I, I I said it at dinner with a bunch of people, and they're like, Tom's not coming. And I was like, and mean, but meanwhile, meanwhile, as you're say, as as you're saying that, 
I'm really just like, we talked about it, and yeah. you're like, no worries. And I just take you, I take it as. At I, that. I was good. And then it started building. And then Leanne found out. Leanne found out and, and texted. Fucking lost her shit. She lost her shit. And I said, hey. Uh, she goes, is Tom coming? And I said, no, he's not going to make it. He just got home from Europe. She was like, are you being serious? And I was like, I, I wouldn't joke about it. I have no reason to joke yeah. about it. And I really was genuinely um, like I was good with it. And then Leanne sent you a text. She sent me a text. You and Christina a text. Together. And, said, and did not include you, me on it and did not tell me about it. And she goes, are you guys really not coming to the premiere? And I was like, I mean, I thought we had, I thought we had, this was, a, you know, worked I, I th- out. I, I, I was like, and so now mind you, I've had three builds up. So people yeah. like getting in my head. <laughs> so here's the and thing. then Leanne sends the text and then you text me. Keep going. The text was even worse. It's well, not- she goes, she was like, you're really not coming. We're like, well, no, yeah, no, she's saying, she's saying, she's saying it, she's saying it to the two of us, but hang on, let, let's be very clear. You guys didn't reply because she said, I never got a reply from them. We replied. No, no maybe yes. privately to her, to her. Really? Yes. Okay. We okay. replied to that text. Christina took like, oh we, yeah, really was like, Hey, he just got home. He's been gone for this long period of time. We don't, you know, for us to leave for like with the two of us, we have to have somebody come watch the kids. Yeah. Um, we don't have somebody live in that, you know, to, that does. So it's like, a, it's a whole thing. Yeah. And just thinking like, I don't know that explanation. And then she replied, your wife replied. She was like, yeah, I get it. Still. It really is a fucking bummer that you're not able to be here. And it's a huge night for Bert and all this stuff. And I felt bad in that moment. No, I, I did not. I was not a part of this conversation or this text, but what I did then, cause I, we, by the way, for people that we have not had this conversation, you and I. So what I did then was I called PR people that I work with and I said, I would like to try to make arrangements to go to the, to the premiere. Can I do that? So as they're trying to make the arrangements, they remind me, and I had genuinely forgotten that. Okay, hold on. Hang on. So wait, just, just so. Yes. Hang on. So before that, you said to me, hey, I'm going to try to make it to the premiere. Yes. Okay, so. so so you said, man, I got a pretty heavy text from I Leanne. I got a heavy text from Leanne. I'm I try call to Leanne. I'm like, what the fuck did you do? And she goes, "Her." this was her reply. They're our friends. I'm going to speak to them like they're our friends. This isn't business. They're our friends. If I can't speak to them the way I want to speak to them, yeah. then they, we ain't friends no more. Yeah. And I said, I said, well, baby, but you got to understand. She goes, no, I don't need to understand shit. I don't need to understand shit. <laughs> I'm gonna t- I'm gonna talk Tommy the way I want to talk Tommy. I'm gonna talk to Christina the way I'm gonna talk to Christina because I would hope that they would talk to me like that and respect our friendship. <laughs> Sounds like you're doing an impression of someone you have locked up in the backyard. <laughs> Fucking that's who I feel like I live with sometimes. So I uh, and so I go, babe. I go. I'd already talked to him. She goes, no, no. Let him reply. Let him reply. So <laughs> then, okay. I s- I send that message. I go, hey, I'm gonna try- I want to try to make it to the to the premiere, can you help make the arrangements, you know? And I'm telling you, I'm like, I'm trying to make it. I, I yes, tell you that. You t- text me that, and I go, the and ne- now, and now, yeah. I feel like we're going to fuck. Like, meaning, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, if yeah. we're on a date, yeah. I go, oh, shit, I just got into her house. She just poured cocktails. Nice. Oh, shit. Now my heart's up. I go, Tommy's coming. I go, I knew he'd fucking come. I knew he'd fucking <laughs> okay. come. The next reply I get is like, oh, so, for people that don't know, my book came out last year. Thanks to, again, the fans, it did well, and it's being reprinted. 
In so paperback. It's in paperback. So yes. that's like a new, that's when like a book comes out in hardcover. And then if it sells enough, they do a reprint in paperback. Yeah. So they go, you have an event that night at Barnes and Noble that people are attending that there's, you're signing books and taking photos to celebrate the, the reprint in paperback mm-hmm. here in Austin. So I go, oh, and then they send me the thing. It's already been sent out. It's been emailed to people. Yeah. It's, it's a whole thing. So I go, oh, and that, and again, I'm like, oh, I'll just tell you that I send it to you and it's genuine. I'm like, I have a book of it. I didn't open it. Okay. I didn't open it. I, well, I didn't open it because I didn't open it. And then, and then like four hours later you go, hey, I'm not getting a reply about this. Yeah. Yeah. I felt I'm, weird. I, yeah. This is feeling weird. Yeah. So I opened it and then I was like, and then part of me goes, I swear to God. Yeah. Part of me goes. He had someone at YMH Photoshop that to get out of this. And I go, fucking. Uh, and then I, now I'm like, fine. And so now I, now, now I feel like if we were going to fuck, now she just walked in and she goes, I'm tired. I'm going to sleep. And then I'm like, well, what, what are the drinks for? Yeah, yeah. She's like, and just poured them out and goes, you need to leave. Yeah. And so I'm like, and so now I'm like, okay, he's, I go, I, I can't, because now my emotions are going up and down. I go, I can't fucking deal with this. I can't I, deal with it. Okay. And, and, and I don't, I don't even want to fucking deal with it. I really, really go, this is, again, like, I'm just, I'm thinking that by sharing that with you, that you're like, oh, yeah, dude, of, like, of course, I once go again do go back thing. to, hey, no worries. Yeah. I totally understand it. And I, and I take that as, like, genuine. Yeah. Um, and then I come in here, this is the day before, I think, and I talk to Ryan, he's going, and we have a conversation, I'm like... I wonder, I think I could probably try to move it. I mean, I can, you know, see what they say. Cause I know they're not going to be happy, but they'll, yeah. they'll, they'll, I think they'll move it. So I send a message right then in that moment, in that moment, I'm in Ryan's office and I go, you have to move the book event. And they're like, we do. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's, it's the next day. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Like I go, we got to find me a new date. Um, I go, I'm going to, I'm going to go to the premiere. So I go, but I'm not going to tell them. So, just make arrangements, let them know I'm coming, but don't let him know I'm coming. And so, and then I get the idea in the morning to just start documenting it, like documenting myself going. Yeah. So I like record myself. And then like it was scripted, I sit in front of the two fattest pieces of shit with their crying turd of a child. On Southwest. On Southwest with like real gross pores and um it was just yeah it was and i just the whole time i'm like god i hope he fucking sees this um oh yeah it's that one there and it's like yeah is the premiere of the machine in los angeles i'm currently in austin and i'm gonna surprise him at the premiere i told him i couldn't go because i really couldn't go i actually had a book event tonight and instead i'm flying to surprise my friend at his uh, movie premiere Southwest. I'm flying with like the regular boats. The lowest of the lowest. I just want you to ever forget this, dude. You flew on Southwest. That was the whole flight. Hopefully you'll be surprised. I'll tell you this, this flight was a nice surprise. That's fucking great. Do you know who uh, Burke Kreischer is? You do? How would you describe him? Funny. Funny. Physically, would you describe him funny too? Funny. Funny. Yeah, that's super diplomatic of you. Not the guy I'm used to driving. You really overdid it, Bert. I knew you would. Super over the top. Is that? Oh, man. 
thought that guy was dead. And this was it, coming up and... It was, it was, and this is now one of my favorite memories. I'm so glad that I went and did this. Well, and, uh, it's so funny because the real humorous part of this is so I have a. Go back to that page real quick, the Instagram, and go to the next, the next, the still photos. No, up on the right. Yeah. These photos are great that Troy Conrad took. Troy Conrad takes the best fucking yeah. pictures. He got us in that moment. It was, it was that really. That was fucking amazing. Yeah. It's such, I really love those, those uh, photos. And then in front of your, God, you have a big head. I do. It's so fucking large. Yeah. Looks great on screen. Yeah. Look, that's my favorite picture. That might, that's going to be. Yeah. Um, so, you know, so this is the really fascinating thing. Yeah. There should be a therapist to break this down. Okay. So we get in. Um, so I fly, I fly to, I fly to, uh, Leanne, Victoria, and I fly to, um, to Austin to do Rogan. Oh, last week. Last week. We do shot spots of the comedy mothership. Ryan comes out. See Ryan talking to Leanna Victoria. Um, and I'm, I pull Rogan aside and I'm like, something's going on with Tom. I go, I can't tell. I, something's going on. I, I'm like really broken up. And I'm like, and he goes, he go to the premiere. And I went, no. And he went, what? And I was, he's not going either. Yeah. But he's, but me and you were different than me and him. Yeah, okay. And so we, st- I mean, I start, we start, I start breaking it down. I go, I feel like he's lying. Something's going on. He was in Europe for 40 days. So I'm, I'm sensing some sort of distrust. We need to get really get to the bottom of this as his friends. I mean, it's getting bad. Okay. We do Rogan the next night and then we fly home and then I'm going to the, that morning I'm going to the premiere and I say to Peter and Victoria in my car. Now I have a syndrome that I always believe People are about to surprise me with presents. Every one of my birthdays, every single birthday I've ever had, you're like, I'm like, wait, where's the surprise? Where's the surprise? Yeah. People are throwing me a surprise party. I've never had a surprise party ever in my life. I will, I will, my sisters came out one time to visit me in LA and I go, there's more. My buddy Wicho's <laughs> flying out. And the whole time I kept looking over their shoulder, I always believe Someone's going to surprise me. Yeah. And, and it's, and it's, and it, 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 I'm always let down. I'm always let down because I never get the surprise because it's, it's all in my fucking head. Yeah. It's not real, but I believe I'm getting a big surprise every fucking time. So we're driving to go to the, to scout the premiere and, and it, like early at like fucking, oh, there's so much to this. At like three o'clock, two, two thirty. It was actually 11, 11 a.m. And I turn, we're at fucking Coldwater and Ventura. And I turn to Victoria and Peter and I go, I need to tell you something. I go, uh, I always feel like I'm getting a surprise. I always feel like I'm getting a surprise. I just want to, I want to put this out there so that you know what's going on with me if it doesn't happen. I go, I feel like Tom's going to surprise me today. And Peter goes, that's super interesting. I said, why? And he goes, because he 
explicitly said the exact opposite. <laughs> and I went, I know. And he goes, no, no, no. He actually said, hey, I'm not coming. <laughs> and you believe he's going to come? I go, I always do this. I always believe it. And he goes, well, okay. You really said that? I, said, I yeah. swear to God, in the car. And Victoria's like, Victoria's like, hey, if he doesn't come, don't let that ruin your night. If he doesn't come, just enjoy it. So it's, this is a party thrown for you, by you, for you, by you. So enjoy the night. And I said, I will. I will. I get to the thing. Now, in a red carpet, the, the way you're supposed to do it yeah. is. No, you, yours was not that. No. Oh, no, 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 no. It was the most insane thing I have ever seen for a premiere. We shut and down. I was talking to, like, there's a bunch of producers that were there, some involved in the film and some not, just yeah. like at the thing. And they were like, they're like, yo, it, this shit is like. They're, they don't have premieres like this for Iron Man. They're like, I don't know what. They're like, this is the wildest fucking red carpet we have ever seen. The red carpet was fucking insanity. Yeah. It was it was an entire. If you go to my, hey, go to mine. I, I do a walkthrough of the red carpet. Yeah. Scroll down a little more. Scroll down. There, right, right there. there. That one, yeah. And it is it is an entire street block, like a quarter of a mile. Yeah. And it there was act, activations everywhere to kind of inspire people to take pictures and tag the machine. That's Will Call. We had shot skis where you pour shots on a ski right there. Um, we had a Dave Williamson interviewing people right there. We had a big punch boxing thing <laughs> right there because I get in the movie I get punched. Um, we had food trucks. Food trucks aren't there right now. Yeah. We had food trucks lined up, bars lined up there, DJ, uh, liquid death activation, uh, we had a little bit of waste management on the 19th hole. I mean, and then we had axe throwing. We had flip cup. And then we had the step and repeat. It was an entire, it was all us. Like, yeah. it was all us. Like, it was me going, I want this to be fucking epic. I want fans to come down yeah. and fucking enjoy the fuck out of this. I and think go, they did. I'll never forget this. Yeah. So, so they tell me, they go, get there at five. We're supposed to be seating at like six o'clock. Yeah. Get there at 540. I go, you're out of your fucking mind. You're like, I'm fucking Bert. I go, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be, I want to greet people when they get there. And they're like, that's like, not, you're the star of the movie. I yeah. go, yeah, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to fucking have this huge fucking red carpet and not enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy it. I yeah. want to see everyone. I want to say hi to everyone. Yeah, you're the people's I go, champ. Yeah, I want to, I just want to fucking have a blast. And they're like, yeah. the star of the movie shows up right before the movie starts. And then that gets everyone inside. And I go, I'm getting there at three. I was supposed to be there at 545. I show up at three. And I greet everyone. I get out of the car shirtless. I greet everyone. The whole time, I'm looking over, like going, where's Tom? The whole time. Really? The whole time, I'm going like this. Where's Tom? God. Where's Tom? And then, I, and then I said, and then I start getting very active. I have to go and do interviews at CNN and all these interviews are stationed at every yeah, activation. Yeah, yeah. And then I get really busy and I realize, hey, it's okay. He's not coming. It's okay. It's when I'm throwing axes. Apparently at that moment they were trying to get me to freeze there so you could we could, you could because sh- I guess Victoria everyone was in on it yeah Leanne was in on it yeah and so I but I had already given up on you I had completely given up on you and I was like he's definitely not coming he's actually not coming but I'm having a great time and it's totally cool busting with the boys Leanne flew them out they flew out on yeah. 24 Leanne, Will and Taylor Leanne's such a fucking gangster she fucking booked them tickets I did it for the KFC guys to Amsterdam. She hit them up and was like, yo, I got tickets for you waiting at the airport, 24-hour notice. Come on out to L.A. They fucking flew out. And I'm like, this is awesome. Cowhead flew out. Rover. Yeah, yeah. So many people flew out that I'm like, this, this is totally cool. This is a great night. This is amazing. 
Um, and I'm like, I'm good. And then we do flip cup and you came out and I fucking fell apart. Yeah. I was, I cried harder than when my show, kid showed up. Like, <laughs> well, I, I teared up too. I teared up too. I, I had, uh, I had sunglasses on, but I, I teared up too. I, it was, I, yeah. It was such a fucking great surprise. But I was like, I said to Leanne, you know, he could have just said he was coming because I didn't know that it was, I didn't know there was any reality to any of it. Yeah. Like we could have just said he was coming and then I wouldn't have had been so angry at him for a fucking day. Yeah. And then I could have just said, Hey, it's so great seeing you. Yeah. And she was like, she was like, that's better this way. Yeah. It was, it was, it was better. It was better. I, nope. um, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't expect to get emotional. I, I just feel like, you know, the difference, I swear to God, if, if it was my premiere, I would have been like, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry I, I invited well, you Well, there's a part of me that was like. <laughs> I, I didn't mean to fucking. There was you. a part of me that was like nervous to have you come because I was like, I was like, well, because you have to watch a movie. Yeah. And I was like, and I, I'd never watched it in front of people. So I didn't know if people were going to like it. No, I liked it. And then all of a sudden in the movie, we get to that. We're already on the train and I'm like, fuck, this is moving fast. Yeah. I was like, oh, I know what scene's coming up next. Oh, this is going to get a big laugh. Oh, fuck. I already know what. Oh, shit. We're almost done with the movie. And then the movie got done. And, uh. Leah Thompson came out to me. She was the first person to talk. I had two things after the movie happened. After the, the swimmer? Happened. No. No. Who? No, that is interesting, though. I've been saying that name. Am I saying the wrong name? I don't know. Leah Thompson. Let's see. Wow, I didn't know they had the same name. Oh. Leah oh, Thompson. This, oh, her. Okay. Yeah. Wait, she's not in the movie, is she? No. She, no. Oh. She just was at the premiere. Oh, okay. Okay. And she came out to me, and she said uh, she was like, through the roof about my acting and, and through the roof about the movie and how fun it was. And she's like, you know, this is like, she said all these great things. That's the first person I see. And I'm like, holy fuck. Then I see her daughter, uh, Zoe, mm -hmm. comes out and, and Zoe's an accomplished actress and she starts complimenting. And then my dad comes out and my dad is shaking, crying uncontrollably. Really? And he goes, I just, I've underestimated you. I, this is, I, I, and he couldn't talk. And then me and him held, I held, we got, gave him a hug and we cried together. This is all in the corner. Jimmy comes out, Jimmy Tatro, and he's like, dude, the fucking movies. And all these compliments are showering me. And then I'm like, I'm like, I just need to hear Tom. I need to hear Tom say, that was a good fucking movie. Because I know you. And then I go, where's Tom? They're like, He's at the after party already. I go, motherfucker, <laughs> motherfucker. And so then I go, I go racing over to the after party and uh, I go racing over the after party. And then the first thing you said was that movie was fucking awesome. I was like, dude, thank you. I had a really good time. And, and yeah. And so I was like, that was you, like the, can I tell you something? I, I really enjoyed the movie and, and I honestly was, I mean, I was surprised that you could act. Oh, thank um, you. I, I, I really thought you were just going to be stammering through it like a Joe Biden speech or something, but you, you actually, you did a really good job. And I, and I thought that it, it's a fun ride. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's enjoyable. There's these huge laughs. Your cast is great. They yeah. really, they are just fantastic. Like the, the girl that plays the Russian daughter, Eva, Eva she's Babich. fantastic. She's fantastic. Yeah. She's like a, a, a really, I mean, it's super, super fun. It's super enjoyable. Um, and I, I laughed and I like, it's also like feel good, fun. Like there's a, there's a nice, I don't want to give it away, but like a fun like ending to the movie, which yeah. always feels like it's actually one of the most challenging parts I think to a movie is have, how is it going to end? Yeah. You know, because you go on these rides and then everything kind of like falls. So I, I really enjoyed the movie, but do you remember that 
what I said to you, like I, I came over to you at the after party and I go, man, that was really fun. I, I laughed. It was, it was, a, it was a great time. I had a good mood, you know, I enjoyed it. Yeah. And then I go, I go, did you just fart? And, and you go, no. And do you remember what you said next? No. You go, that's just me. <laughs> and, and then I, <laughs> I talked to you for another couple of minutes and that smell didn't go away. Yeah. And I was like, what is that? And you go, that's just me. Yeah. I was, I, I had been, I, I think I'd, I'd worked so much in the heat that day uh -huh. that I just fucking smelled like shit. <laughs> I just smelled like absolute shit. I was like, I was like, man, that really smells. And you go, that's me. <laughs> oh, yeah. I am fucking, I'm on a burner, man. Uh, I really enjoyed the movie, Bird. It was a it, thank it, you. It yeah. was it was it was. A fun, I'm really glad you could be a part of it. There oh, that I had so much. It was fun. so fun. There's like these. There's a couple, like, huge laughs that I definitely won't give away, but like that I really really enjoyed. And I also got a um, couple really cool shout outs from you in the movie. It was yeah. fun for the fans. I think, did you too. see the Did you see the spray paint one? Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's and funny. I was sitting in a section too. Everybody was like, <laughs> I look at the fucking wall top. Yeah. I was like, I, I got it. Um, <laughs> the, uh, yeah. yeah, it's interesting because I feel like um, the whole time, I the, the, the one thing I'm excited for is if and when we get to do a project. Yeah. The funnest part is having done this, I kind of know, I know what I, I know what works for me. Yeah. And I know what would work for you. And think, so that's the funnest. Is well, like, I, I thought about, I could hear you because we had talked about the film, even though I hadn't seen it. And then I was watching it and I kept hearing what you had said, which was like, it's, it's best when I fail. I'm yeah. Like, and I, and I, I thought that too, as I was watching the movie. For some reason I fail really good. No, it's, it's like, it's, like it's a fun, it's, it's endearing fun to, and funny. Yeah. yeah. And, and the, um, and there's, I mean, there's so much that I, I can't wait. I can't wait until I can talk about the make the making of this movie because that was the funnest part was the getting to know people yeah and getting to know what they liked and then adding it to their character like Eva Babich the 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 villain is really funny in the movie well you told the audience that's watching there something that I that, that you said I don't want to give it away yeah. but you're like she had said this about like her taste in television and and, and film yeah and then it's in the movie, right? Yeah, so you it's guys... in the movie. We put it in the movie because it was so bizarre. So bizarre. She's so bizarre. We we had taught her. I said this in the thing. I can share this, but she's a she's Croatian, so she's very dry, like very very dry. And so the first day, she's forty six. No, is she? That's what it says. She's got great skin. Yeah, she doesn't look forty six. She has great fucking skin. She um. And by the way, I kissed her too. You did? Yeah. In the movie? I totally forgot. Yeah. Wait, in the movie? In the movie, they edited it out. Oh. We had a kissing scene. And it but it it, it was weird when we did it cuz I was like I was like well there should be no sexual chemistry. Yeah. But it was it's just a weird moment. When's the when would when was it? Oh, it was it we edited the whole chunk out. Um at the at the end at the end and not not at the end end but at uh the before my last fight scene hmm. we edited it all out but um she we had taught her uh D's nuts 
Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. We had said to her, you know, I did it to her. I said, well, it started with smatta baby. I said, oh, you got a smatta baby on your leg. She goes, what's the matter, baby? And I said, nothing's the matter, baby. What's the matter with you? And she didn't get it. Yeah. She went, huh? Yeah. I said, nothing's the matter, baby. And she goes, no, what's the smatta baby? And I went, no, it's a joke. And she goes, I don't get it. I said, you didn't do that kid stuff when you were a kid, like an up doc? She goes, what's up, doc? And I went, nothing's up, doc. She goes, I don't get it. And I went, hold on, you don't get any of these? I go, you never did D's nuts? And she goes, no, what's that? And I go, you go pass me D's. And she goes, D's what? And I go, D's nuts. And she goes, it's not funny. I said, it's really funny. <laughs> and she goes, no, it's not. And we said, no, it's really, like, if you do it to an American, yeah. they'll get it. It's funny. And this is so who she is. The next day, we're in the tent, and fucking Mark Hamill comes in, who's like 74. And she goes, Mark, watch out for D's. And he goes, huh, these? And she goes, these nuts. And he goes, what's that? And she goes, I don't know. <laughs> and he goes, it's a joke. And he goes, it's not funny. And she goes, I know it's not funny. <laughs> and looks at me and goes, why would you have me do that? And I'm crying laughing. I am crying fucking laughing. That's fucking, you, you worked with Mark Hamill. I know. It's crazy, right? It's fucking bizarre. To me, to yeah. me, what's even more bizarre is to know him. Like to know him as a dude. Yeah. Like I know him really well. And then to not, to like, to know parts of his personality and the, and like the, like to, it's crazy. It's just crazy. Like I go, Mark, tell, tell my dad about meeting Arnold Schwarzenegger. And he's like, oh yeah, Mark met Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold wanted advice on his acting career because he was going to start doing movies and Mark had just done Star Wars. So they went to lunch and Mark said, I'm going to tell you two things. Number one, lose the fucking accent. He goes, it's never going to work. No one can understand you. Lose the accent, get an American accent. Number two, you got to lose the last name. He goes, it's not going to fit on Marquise. So lose the last name, lose the accent. So then I go and I work out with Arnold. And I go, hey, he goes, he goes, your dad's Mark Hamill. And I said, yeah. And he goes, he gave me two bits of advice when I was young. And I, <laughs> what do you, lose the fucking name and lose the fucking accent. Never listen to that guy. <laughs> Yeah, it's our man. I gotta, I gotta be very candid, because I, I know Arnold's team watches this and puts this in front of him. <laughs> Arnold's a fucking gangster, man. Yeah, Arnold's a gangster. He's been. I think he's doing well. He's so sweet yeah. to me throughout this whole week, the first weekend. I know that I saw that for people that don't know that you did like a little press thing where you went and you worked out with him at the at Gold's, right? Yeah, we worked out at Gold's in Venice Beach, and he was fucking awesome. Dude, shout out to Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Shout out to The Rock. Dude, all those all those guys are solid guys who fucking reposted all my shit. Mark Wahlberg shot another separate video and posted it for me. Did he really? Dude, go to Mark Wahlberg's feed. Yeah, let's go. Let's hear. Go to his feed. Bert Kaiser. <laughs> What's up, baby? Don't stroll through this video. I saw your video yesterday. I saw you promoting the machine. You had your gloves on, your chain, you were doing them hammer curls. It looked a little weak, but I get it, you're in character. You put all that weight for the movie, drank a lot of beer, ate a lot of Wahlburgers. But now, we got to get you in shape for the next movie that you're going to do with me. So you can only drink Fletcher Azul, so you can lose weight, and you're going to get your ass to F45. I got about 30 ladies over there that are going to kick the living shit out of you. They're all going to make you feel bad about yourself because they're stronger than you, and they got more drive, more determination. But that's going to change. It's going to end up motivating you. So you and me are going to do an action movie together, all right? Nice. Only Fletch Chisel and training. I took Big Mike from 280 to 206 in 91 days. That's pretty wild. You're yeah. next. 
Let's go. Big action movie. Make sure everybody goes and checks out the machine this weekend. These and guys, the yeah. Boys, the cardboard. It's biggest, one of the biggest movie it. stars in the world, man. Stop messing around, bro. And you, uh, and you better. St- Honestly, you're what? You're 270. Imagine if you did that for 90 days. I'm pretty jacked, though. Like, I'm having a hard time getting my finger in my ear. Really? That's how jacked I am. Because of your arms and your shoulders? My sh- biceps won't allow it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, man. I mean, the, him, The Rock, Arnold, they were all like, that was so cool of them to repost. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, and they didn't need to. They it don't says, need no, to. it says a lot about them, honestly, that they would do that. It really does. Um, I do think, though, that the coolest thing is that you got to work out with Arnold. Dude. I do think that's the coolest. Can I tell you? Yeah. When we, first of all, he is, he is consummate celebrity. Yeah, like yeah. he is, he is everything you want from a celebrity. Yeah. He doesn't let you down. He doesn't let the stranger down. The person that stops him and wants a moment with him. He gives it to He him. gives it to them. And I was really blown away at like, just how like generous you look, he is. You look like a kid. I oh. see, he's like telling you, your are so nice. And you like, see your shoulders and your calves. Are, and you're your like, spirit you're like, calves. Yeah. It's amazing. Fortune, Fortune said to Fortune, me, yeah. Fortune was funny as shit in this. Yeah. And she said to me, I, I didn't talk for the whole time. And she goes, hey, what's going on? Are you starstruck? I go, yeah, I am. I, yeah. I was just caught. Yeah. You know, like, I know that people don't see me as like a workout guy, but I have worked out my whole life. Sure. And Pumping Iron is the consummate workout movie. It's, the, it's amazing. It's amazing. I made him laugh in this, I said something about Lou Ferrigno's dad being the first helicopter parent. Yeah. And he goes, ah, ah, ah. he was. And then, and, and then my favorite I line. I thought you were about to die yeah, right then. My favorite, my favorite line is I said to him, I wonder if we posted this clip. We should post it. I said, Arnold, what's the one, what's the one movement you miss doing now that you've gotten older? And real quick, he goes, deadlifts. I said, really? And he goes, deadlifts. I love deadlifts. And I said, really, because I had just seen on Rogan's podcast, Robert Oberst say deadlifts are pointless, that you shouldn't do them. Uh-huh. And I was like, I go, really? He goes, I could deadlift 710. Oh, it's great for the, if you do it right. And he just walks. And you know, it's like so funny watching Pumping Iron. You watch him almost like coach everyone about bodybuilding. Yeah. He's coaching everyone throughout the entire thing. He knew more about it than anyone else. And when he does that to you, yeah, it's You're surreal. Just like- yeah. It's surreal. I'll hold it here. Now hold it. Hold it. Let me feel this deltoid. Oh God. They need this is him saying they need me I made to make a cast of my body. <laughs> Look, I don't know if they have enough fucking clay. You have to pre order the whole shit. Dude, he was so fun. And I and I, I'm I'm telling you, like, you know, I I I burn it pretty hard. Yeah. What is beautiful about his life, and I won't go into too great a detail, but he shared a little bit of like how his day works. Yeah. And he's just got it. He has no fucking phone. He has no fucking phone. He's got an iPad if he wants to FaceTime his kids or whatever, yeah. you know? But he, he has the same schedule every day, and it's just set up to be so L.A. And he goes and works out at Gold's Gym. Everyone knows he's there. He does the rounds. He introduced me to, like, 20 people. This is the next action star. This Look at this body. Isn't this great? <laughs> they wouldn't, you know, he said to me, he goes, they wouldn't let me do comedy because of my body. And now they're letting you be an action star? <laughs> he was fucking awesome, yeah. man. Like, there, there was so, I have to say this. I had the most spectacular two weeks leading up to this movie. Yeah. Uh, I worked out with Arnold. First of all, I stayed at Shutters. I never would stay at a place. I stayed at Shutters. 
It's fucking gorgeous down there. You never been there? No, I've never fucking been there. Why I live in LA? Why would I get a hotel in LA? Because it's fun to stay at the it's beach. It's fucking fun as shit to stay at the beach. Yeah. Saw Edward Norton at breakfast. Yeah. Definitely overwhelmed him with my energy. I could see how that I could happen. Definitely overwhelmed him. How'd that go? Uh, not good. Not good. Were you like, what's up, dude? I love this movie. No, I, I was like, Edward Norton. And Leanne goes, did you just steel clapping him? And he was like, ah, hey, how you doing? I was like, I was like, I don't want to be a fucking actor. I want to be a movie star. And then, and then we're at work. We're at the office. Everyone's at the office. And we get a text. Yo, uh, Dwight Yoakam's in town at the Greek. And, I, you know, I forgot that I'd performed at the Greek. Yeah. I mean, I didn't forget, but I just was like, I wonder if we should get tickets. And then Leanne's like, text the Greek. Just text your promote, text your agent. So I send a text and they're like, tickets will be waiting for you at will call. And so me and Liam and I, I've always wanted to be this person because I don't really like have much <laughs> of like a fucking family life, like a home life. Uh, it's all on the road. Okay. And so we got, we like, we, we didn't even change. We just were like, let's go to the Greek. And so we got in the car and we drove over to the Greek. We were late, but it was cool. I go to pull into park and, and I was like, I'm texting. Do we need like uh, parking passes? And they're like, no, just. Tell him who you are. And I pull up, and the guy's like, what's up, Mr. Kreischer? What's up, Mrs. Kreischer? I go, hey. And he goes, park wherever you want. And we parked anywhere we wanted. We parked right up at the Greek. Yeah. And then and then we get a call to go to the Lakers game the next night. So you're telling, you're basically what you're saying is like, I really love being famous. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I met Chappelle. Yeah. Where, here, there? Well, fucking Lakers game. Oh, the Lakers game. That guy, dude... You know, it's like, it's funny. I got a little bit of an experience with watching like celebrity at, 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 uh, at, at work. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the tax is on it. Right. I, I don't know. But when I watched Arnold and Dave Chappelle within one night interact, I will tell you this. Dave Chappelle made me, I've never met him. I've, 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 I told him a couple times. I'd run by him, and we had been in circles. Right, like, but not like a real in Never, hey, this is Burt Kreischer. He's a stand-up comedian. Never met him. He made me feel so amazing. Yeah, he does that thing Snoop. too. Snoop. I, I got high with Snoop and Leanne. The same, same fucking week. I'm, Jimmy Kimmel. They're, they're, they all have this thing. That, and I don't know if it's like if they had it before they were famous or they got it now. Dave Chappelle made me feel like that I was his peer, that I was a contemporary of his, that I was like also one of the funniest people in the world. And I know I'm not, but he made me feel like that. And he made my wife feel like that. And he made everyone in that room think like, God damn it, man, I, I need to watch more Bert. The way he talked to me. And, and look, if you asked him this, he was, he'd, he'd probably say, yeah, I don't, I don't really remember. I, I definitely saw him. <laughs> yeah. Like he, I don't think Dave, I don't think Dave did it on purpose. I don't think he did anything, yeah. but he was so he's gracious like that though. Dude, he's just gracious, but he's larger than life. And he fills the fucking room up. Jimmy Kimmel, I see Jimmy Kimmel walking at the thing, and I and I I do not know Jimmy Kimmel. Like I mean, I don't know him, know him, but I I, mean, I know him, but I don't like he's not a friend. And I see him, and I just did this thing where I went like this, like hey, and he went hey, and he came over with his wife, and he's like Bert, what's up? How you doing? Congrats on the movie. And I'm like, is this really happening? And he like shook my hand, and he's like, yeah, let's get a picture with the wives. And I was like, okay. And then he's like, yeah, this is my you know. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, and Leanne's like, he leaves, and she goes, do you know Jimmy Kimmel? I said, no, I don't. And then Snoop's there. I go, let's go fucking get high with Snoop. And Leanne's like, we can do that? And I go, I think so. we can do anything right now. I think this is called Hollywood. This is fucking amazing. And we just walked back and got high with Snoop, sent 45 minutes with Snoop Dogg. 
And Snoop does the same thing all them do, all them do, where he just makes you feel like I think I, I want I would like to be like that. I think I do something the opposite, where I make everyone think I'm the star. <laughs> like I think I do. Like all these people are gracious with their energy. Yeah, I think I'm like, oh, move out of the way, motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. like it's, it was really fascinating. It was a really fascinating. But everyone that you have mentioned is super famous. Yeah. So it's like it's really they can do that if they want to. You know, like it's it's yeah. it's nice of them that they go. I'm gonna put some of this out. It's you know? so. I'm, I'm, I say this critically as a friend, but it's so different. Than Joe's energy, <laughs> really. And Joe's, I think, the most famous pe- person. He's very famous. He's very. Joe's famous. energy is so honest. It's so humble. Oh yeah, and yeah. it's so different. It's Joe. It's he almost also, like he he shuns away from. He that. also doesn't want to go to anything that you mentioned. Nothing that I mentioned. The you only events that Joe goes to as a spectator are fights. Yeah, and he's literally going because he really wants to watch that fight. He is not going to be seen or he wants to like talk to people or hang out. He's like, I want to see this fight, whether it's Muay Thai or boxing or MMA. He just goes and he goes, I want to watch this fight. And then he's ready to roll. That's it. Joe has, Joe has. So as if all, I'm, I'm, I hope I'm not being too critical of anyone. All of those people I mentioned have the, hey, come sit at the cool kid table for a second. And they make you feel special. Yeah. Joe has the. We've known each other for fifth since fifth grade. Let's not fuck around. Energy, yeah. Like he has very honest, direct. Yeah. Like, and I, maybe it's because I've known him forever. Maybe I don't know what it's like to know him. Like, I'm, Shane Gillis said. I think Shane Gillis said, "You didn't know." It might have been Shane. I'm sorry, but you didn't meet Joe when he was famous. You knew Joe, so you never got to be overwhelmed by. And he goes, "They said he has the, Joe has the same thing. He does the same thing because he does do it to people." Where he just gives people big hugs and, you know, what's yeah. up? He does make you feel special when you walk into the green room with the mothership. But it's so funny that Joe, I know, is such a, like, pull you to the corner, like, hey, what's, what's going on? Da, da, da. You know, yeah, just, yeah. it's like, it's really weird. Yeah. I wonder if you get to, I wonder if that happens if you know Arnold and you're like. Probably. he's Because Joe's checking in on you as a friend at that point, though. You know what I mean? That's the, the difference is that you actually are friends with him. Where like those other people you mentioned are kind of like meeting you, right? They're just yeah. kind of like yeah, so, kind of. So they're trying to just be gracious, nice, kind of super famous people in the room. Where Joe's going to be like, hey, it's crazy man, yeah, it's crazy that like fame is like so weird mm. to watch it. Like I don't know why people don't like it because <laughs> it's it's cool when you you can make someone's day. Like you love fame. I don't know if I love. I I don't know. Feels like you love fame. I, I enjoy it. Yeah, I enjoy it. Like, do you like it? I think I have a different um, perspective on it. But, well, I, like, I don't enjoy that many interactions, which I think you do. In, I love it. the interactions. Yeah. Like, I love when, like, like I was at the... It makes I, me anxious, though. Oh, it doesn't make me anxious. It makes me comfortable. That's, uh, that's the difference. It makes me feel like I'm home, like I'm with friends. Jesus Christ. Like, when, the people, when people come up and they're like... Like I got on the airplane the other day, uh, from wherever I was flying to. I got on the airplane, and the two flight attendants, two dudes, were like, "Mr. Kreischer," and I was like, "What's up?" And they're like, "We know how you are." And he pulls out double jack on the rocks, locks the rocks. Because I have that speech about never yeah. wanting to quit drinking. And he goes, "They'll keep coming." And I went, "Oh, it's almost like I grew up with that guy." Yeah, like he knows me. 
I like it. And Leanne doesn't like it. The girls fucking hate it. That's that's what I would assume. The girls absolutely hate it. Like, they don't have any interest in it. And, they, and, they, and I don't think they like that it happens to me. But I love, I love like, if if I can, if you know, if you can make, someone makes you feel good with giving you a compliment, and then you can make them feel good by being nice, yeah. then all of a sudden that's like a cool interaction to have. Well, sure. I mean, I, I don't, I like what you're talking about, being not, but I'm, I'm saying like, I think you see a large group of people and part of you goes like you kind of open up you're like oh shit yeah. like these people are here i'm gonna say and i would i think i would just try to go like around that group of people. we've been going to movie theaters i've been going i've seen my yeah. movie 10 times now jesus we've been going to movie theaters and watching it with people like yeah. just sitting in and watching and then at the end getting up and going hey thanks for coming and people like lose their shit because you know very few people that are in movies go to the movie theaters and watch themselves yeah it's a unique individual yeah and so we've been doing it and it's so fun it's so fun to see the look on someone's face like what the fuck are you doing in here yeah and you're like let's get a picture and they're like for real and you're like yeah fuck yeah and then it's 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 i don't know i don't know i'll tell you what it makes sense it started making sense to me why you moved to austin yeah yeah because you're not you're you're more like a joaquin ed norton where you're more about like i just want to enjoy doing the work i do Mm -hmm. and i don't really give a fuck about the other stuff that's pretty true. Whereas I love the work I do. I love doing stand-up. All I want to do is stand-up podcasting. I mean, now movies. I mean, I, I can't wait. I cannot fucking wait for you to for us to do a movie together. I cannot wait because I can't wait to show you what I like about it mm-hmm. and to see what you hate what I like. <laughs> That's what you're looking forward to? <laughs> that Yeah, but the creative aspect is fun. Yeah. The creative aspect's what do you so like the most morning. about making a movie? It feels like camp. Yeah. Because everyone has to live somewhere for like two months, three months. And then yeah. everyone's just like, immediately I was talking to someone the other day and they're like, where, if you could make a movie with Tom anywhere, where'd you want to go? I go out of the country. And they go, why? And I go, because I don't want his family near us. <laughs> like, I just want him all to myself for three months. I go, because if we, if we do in Atlanta, he'll just fly home every weekend. Yeah. He'll fly home like on a Tuesday if he doesn't have to work on Wednesday or late till Wednesday. Yeah. He'll just go back and forth. But if we're in Australia, I go, we're locked in and it's fucking camp. <laughs> and we're going to fucking be partying every night and fucking, and you're going to, you're going to have, we we'll each have assistants and we'll make them fight. Like, it'll be fun. <laughs> it'll be so fun. And the creative part's amazing. The creative yeah. part is fucking amazing. And when it works, it's rewarding. And you feel like, God damn it, man. I'm so close to the thing. But the funnest is like, the funnest is like when you guys got a Saturday off and you're like, and everyone's in a different country or a different place. Yeah. And you send a text to everyone. You're like, yo, Semelier will be in my house at 12. Uh, come over wearing a white shirt. Just fun. And yeah. then everyone comes over. It's like, I look at Jason Momoa's life. I'm yeah. so fucking jealous. He bought a fucking, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't say everything. Oh. Well, he uh, he has a good time, and he like he takes care of his crew and his and his people, and, and they go he, riding motorcycles. Oh, he, that dude is like motorcycle addict. He loves. They motorcycles. go riding motorcycles, and they drink beer, and they fucking dress cool. And then, yeah. he, oh, dude, <coughs> you tell me he has a, some insane amount of motorcycles. Like it's really crazy. He's got an interesting style. God, I thought that was me for a second. <laughs> the shoulders. <laughs> that guy look at that guy dude. look at it's that crazy. fucking guy i know that that's a real guy <laughs> crazy. like if they in, in high school if they were like yo you can be gay <laughs> yeah and then they showed me a picture of my wife and jason momoa i'd be like oh i'll go i'm gonna go gay <laughs> i get that i can ride next to that i yeah. can hang out with that guy and play with that guy every day 
just <laughs> yeah. fucking ride motorcycles and grow our hair out and get extensions and throw axes. Yeah. He's a fucking badass. Yeah, he's a cool dude, man. Very cool dude. A lot of fun. Um, for the uh, what's it called? For the the press, you did you did this TV show. I just saw this short clip. I had like fifty people send me this, even like privately. What? Um, he's, he's pulling it up right now. Where you were doing like just some? I don't know. You did so many. I'm sure. The machine <laughs> himself joins us now to tell us more. Please welcome comedian Bert Kersher. Bert, <laughs> do you ever <laughs> correct play, him? Play the beginning of. Uh, play the beginning of. Uh, go to Drink Champs. Drink Champs. Drink Champs. Nori's worse. Really? Oh yeah. Go to go to Drink Champs Instagram. <laughs> Is that up now? Uh, it's it should be up. Where does that air? Is that on? It's on? I think it's on um, Volt. Oh, so it's not on oh, it's YouTube, It's on Revolt right? or, okay. or something. Here, go to Drink Champs. Scroll down. We drank uh, Pappy. Yeah? Yeah. That's a, that's one of the funnier fucking podcasts I've ever done. Well, there's one. How about there? Burke Kreischer, Drink Champs on the right, the far right one there. Is that, could that be it or no? Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. That's, oh, it. that's, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Okay. Brett Kreischer. Brett Happy Van Winkle. Shut the fuck up. I got pretty fucked up on this podcast. All my guys love this shit. If I could sneak around and put my dick on his shoulder, he'd be like, got me. I, Rolling Stone. I got pretty wild. Yeah. I said some stuff that I think I'm going to get in trouble for. Really? Oh, yeah. I had to, I, I called him that mor- next morning. I was like, hey, you got to take some of this shit out. Really? He was, And he was like, done. And, uh, and But then I was like, we were both drunk when I sent it, so I don't even know if they made it out. <laughs> It was, it was, I, I said some, well, you know, man, his energy, his, that podcast is fun as fuck. Goes for three hours. You get pretty fucking lit. Yeah. There's a ton of marijuana smoke in there. And, and it's so funny. I really wanted to talk about hip hop because I, you know, despite what I look like, I am a big hip hop fan. Sure. And, but they didn't want to talk about hip hop. They want to talk about me. And I was caught off guard and he was like, yeah, I'm a fan. And I was like, shut the fuck up. And he goes, I told my wife who's on the podcast. She goes, you mean the fat shirtless white guy? And he was like. And he was like, that's it. You know, it's it's funny when I, one of the things I never said this on the podcast to him. I'm a big fan. Big uh, fan. Right? Yeah. Dude. He's I'm, great, dude. He's great. He's I, great. Drink Champs is great. Also, like him just as an artist, like a couple of those albums were fucking wild. Dude. First of all, his reverence for hip hop. That's what I think the coolest thing about yeah. him is. You know, I, I sometimes I get asked often, you never really talk about yourself as a great stand up. You Melvin talk about Flint your, the Hustler, dude. What? Melvin Flint, the hustler. Someone said <laughs> to me, you never really talk about yourself as the a great stand-up. You always say that your friends are better than you. And I go, they are. I go, but I have a reverence for stand-up. I, I appreciate, I only hang out with, I only hang out with the best stand-ups in the world. What am I going to say that I'm better than everyone? I'm not. And when Nori talks about hip hop, the way he talks about Scarface or DMX or even Trick Daddy, like, he treats them with such reverence yeah. that I fucking love it. That is very cool. Because it's it's really it's really cool. Man, he is fucking nothing. That that uh that I was listening to that the whole day I did it on the treadmill. What? That song, nothing. Oh yeah. It's a great song. Mike Epps is in that music video. Is he? Yeah. Um but but it's like I listened to I've listened to a lot of drink champs. A lot of drink champs. Yeah, they're it's good. It's a great podcast. They just get fucking wasted and talk shit. And the talk best shit, are, yeah. the best are when you get the behind the scenes stories. Like DMX stories are always the best. They're really good. Yeah, this it's such a good. You should do it. 
I would do it in a heartbeat. I would do it in a heartbeat, man. You got to do it in Miami. Do it next time you're home. I'll, I'll set the two of you up because they're down in Miami. Okay. Um, yeah, we did communicate one once or twice about it. Yeah. He and I exchanged a mess, but it was a, it was a while ago. Yeah. It was a while ago. Um, all right, look, we're going to wrap this up. Okay. Um, congrats Anything on the movie. Else? No, um, but the movie, if you're watching this uh, the day or within the days that this podcast comes out, if, you're, if you download, if you're listening to it, you uh, can still go see the machine in theaters. See so it in theaters. It's a fun. It's it's really fun to watch with other people. I watched it in a full sold out. Obviously, the premiere night in, in Westwood. That was really fun to watch it with like a thousand other people. I'll tell you. Then this is what I say: if if you go in theaters, not, uh, I understand it's, it's a little more expensive, but what that does is it makes people at the studios and money. And once you make them money, they are incentivized to make more of these. Yeah. And and that is our thing is we want to make more movies. All comics want to make more movies. So if you if you do us a solid, do me a solid. I'm I'm talking for me right now. Do me a solid. Go see this in the movie theaters. Then that will incentivize them to go. Man, we really start should start making more of these. For me also, but I guarantee you. I I mean I know for a fact. Tom and I would like to do one. Yeah, I'd love to do one. And so, and and Tim Dillon would, and so would Andrew Schultz. We all want to. All make these movies. guys want to make movies. Triceps. So Jesus Christ, dude, my so, tries are yeah. fucking. I mean, it's fucking ridiculous. It's crazy. And when you yeah. look at like, I benched two eighty five the other day. Wow, two eighty five. Fucking half your body weight. It's crazy. Two eighty five. I'm. That's almost twice my. Or, <laughs> All right, we'll uh, we'll see you guys soon. Love you. Love you. Bert and Tom, Tom and Bert. One goes topless while the other wears a shirt. Tom tells stories and Bert's the machine. There's not a chance in hell that they'll keep it clean. Here's what we call Two Bears, One Cave. No scripts, a bit of booze, amateur protology. Dirty jokes, raunchy humor, no apologies. Here's what we call Two bears, one cave.